Well, intro, intro us in since, you know, you want to talk. No, I was just going to say, I was telling them something off, off camera, off mic, and then Alexis started yelling at me, but I didn't think it was part of the conversation because, y'all, welcome to the podcast. This week, we're going to be chatting about the two books that we have both read. I thought which, she was about to pull the book up and show the camera. Which are, you have my icebreaker. No, I thought Kate Raven was because she grabbed a napkin. I thought she was holding the books up for oh, the no. camera. Oh, no. I don't have them here. So the two books we've both read are both. Icebreaker. We've all three read. <laughs> I was going to say, dang. You know I said both because there are two books. You know the two books we have all three read are Icebreaker by Hannah Grace and The Housemaid by Frida. What's her last name? Um, Give me two seconds. It starts with an F. Fadden. As y'all or see, we M. do no... Frida McFadden. So I think we should start off <laughs> with The Housemaid because I feel like it's shorter You've got to be joking. You whip out a Capri Sun (laughs) mid-recording. Y'all, this is such an unprofessional environment. No, it caught me off guard when she ripped the straw from the the juice. And I was like, I know she's not drinking a Capri Sun. I really ain't had a Capri Sun in a minute. Right? And they would hit right now. It's real hot outside. I I don't even remember what they taste like. I just know, like, juice. Like, what flavor? I don't like Yo, my, cherry ones. My kids be drinking Capri Suns all the time. And sometimes, like, they just be smelling like juice, especially when they spill them, because Capri Suns have this scent to them. Like, especially if you spill them everywhere, they got this smell. <laughs> and then it just permeates through the rest of the day. Just like everything you touch just kind of smells like Capri Sun. I really wish I would have taken notes. Cause now I gotta remember what everything yeah, is about. Yeah, me too. Okay, we're starting with the housemaid. Yes. Oh my gosh! Wait, should someone read um like what the back of the book says? You can, since you suggested it. Um, fair warning: there are gonna be spoilers. So if you haven't read the books yet, my bad. Actually, no, I don't care. You click this podcast. Casey, you should have had all of this prepared. Pull up your Goodreads. Um, shut up. As you see, see I'm trying. Okay, okay, so here's a little thing on Goodreads. It says, Welcome to the family, Nina Winchester says, as I shake her elegant manicured hand. I smile politely, gazing around the marble hallway. Working here is my last chance to start fresh. I can pretend to be whoever I like, but I'll soon learn that the Winchester's secrets are far more dangerous than my own. Every day I clean the Winchester's beautiful house top to bottom. I collect their daughter from school, and I cook a delicious meal for the whole family before heading up to eat alone in my tiny room on the top floor. I try to ignore how Nina makes a mess just to watch me clean it up and how she tells strange lies about her own daughter and how her husband Andrew seems more broken every day. But as I look into Andrew's handsome brown eyes so full of pain, it's hard to not imagine what it would be like to save, to have Nina's life. The walk-in closet, the fancy car, the perfect husband. I only try on one of Nina's pristine white dresses once. Just to see what it's like, but she soon finds out, and by the time I realize my attic bedroom door only locks from the outside, it's far too late. But I reassure myself the Winchesters don't know who I really am. They don't know what I'm capable of. An unbelievable twisty read that will have you glued to the pages late into the night. Anyone who loves the woman in the window, the wife between us, or the girl on the train won't be able to put this down. You know my one thing about that that I don't like? By the time she finds out that her bedroom only locks from the outside. That's not true. She found that out at the very beginning. And she stayed there. And also, like, way before the dress. But I think what disarmed her is, like, how she got a key. But what's the point of having a key? Okay, y'all, we need to go back to the (laughs) first. Okay, first off, 
Casey, what the heck is your review? I don't remember it. Y'all, I just streaming at the phone like a dad watching football on Sunday. Okay, at the end, we're going to read Casey's reviews for both books. (laughs) (laughs) That is because I am dedicated to the Goodreads grind, and I leave reviews to try and influence others or dissuade others. Mm -hmm. Because some books that I didn't like, I was being a little... Like, my review for The Perfect Little Wife is honestly kind of mean and I don't regret it. Okay. Where are we starting? In the beginning? Yes. Yes. I'm not good at timelines if I don't have it in front of me. Oh, well basically it starts off she's looking for a job. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, okay, our main character is Oh dang, I forgot that girl's name. Shoot, me too. They ain't got any little thing. What's her name? Did they even say it? It's Maddie. Yes. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's not Maddie. It's something stupid. It is Maddie. Millie. I'm looking it up. Millie. 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 Okay, see, I was close enough. Y'all, y'all, guess what I just found? What? Spark notes? No. Discussion questions. Okay. Well, hold on. We gotta go chronologically first. So okay. she's looking for a job. She just got out of prison. She's been in prison for the past 10 years since she was 17 years old. So she's 27 now. Um, I yeah. do hate how long it took for us to find out why she was in prison. Yes. Astronomically long. Um, she was living in her car, and then she found out she got the job, moved into the to the big house, met some gardener who only speaks Italian. Enzo, named Enzo. Ooh, yeah, only, you think of Vampire unquote. Diaries. Spoke yeah, Italian. Yeah, quote, unquote, spoke Italian. And, like a dum-dum, she believed and, it. And, like, the first time they met, he said, what was the word? Oh, Pericola. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all, and if you're Italian, listen to this. Don't come at me. No, it's Pericolo. Pericolo. Yes, which means danger. Which means danger? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I want to ask, did y'all look it up immediately? Yes. Or did you wait for the reveal? I looked it up. I waited for the reveal. You did? Yeah. I didn't Eventually, not. they were going to explain why it was there. I knew that, but like, I just had to look it up right then. I don't know. I was like deep into the mindset of, okay, flip, flip. Oh, here we go. Nope. Anytime I have a book that is, it says something in a language that I don't know, I look it up. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy to do on Kindle. Like, why wouldn't I? You can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I don't know how to highlight on there. You just so hold it I down just... and then drag. Yeah. Oh. I guess it's because I can't physically see the color that it's just like not something I think about. Oh, I highlight a lot. Mm, I don't highlight at all. You're probably one of those 5,000 people that like when it's underlined in the book, it's 5,000, some 700 people highlighted. Sometimes I don't do that. I'm like, why did they highlight this? I be looking at like the most dumbest sentence in the book. But it'd be like books that you do not need to be highlighting in. Yeah. It would be like the most random book. And I'd be like, what are you highlighting? Why are you annotating this book? This book doesn't need to be annotated. He out here saying, yeah, baby, I'm about to lick the back of your knee up to your... And you highlighted that? You wanted to remember that sentence? (laughs) That's crazy. Okay. Completely unrelated, but I'm reading the fine print right now. And I think the things that the guy says, like, I'm like... Oh, that was super cute. I'm like that more because he's like a grumpy sunshine personality. Okay, I'm also reading it's a trash okay, human being. The fine print is that the one where where it was like his granddad was like super rich and he died and he has to like create something new for their family. Amusement park. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I 
I follow I follow a girl yeah. on TikTok who she does this thing where she rates if these couples will like stay married or if they're doomed to get divorced. I don't know if they're married. I mean, I assume, but but she's like, yeah, but like, but she's like, yeah, but she was she, but she reads the entire book kind of on camera and she's talking about it and she's like, oh my gosh, she literally hates that main that male main character. She's like, because he is a trash human being. Even though he's not, I feel for him. He's had a some rough stuff. Rough. I mean, it doesn't matter. Okay, I like anyway, him, but I, I understand where he's coming from. I understand his character more that I have a background. Okay. <laughs> okay. Back to the book that we're talking Raven about. Raven has a Raven has a billionaire grandpa. Why didn't you tell us? <laughs> New information. I know. Where was I? Oh, Enzo. Okay, so she meets him. She moves into the house. Can I call her crazy yet, or is that giving it away? No. So she meets Nina. Nina is super nice and stuff. But then the moment she goes into the house, she sees, unlike yesterday, this house is trashed. It is dirty. There are stains and pizza everywhere. Somehow, Nina, in a week, her roots grew out, which is crazy. No, what was crazy was that kid flipping a biscuit over some dang peanut butter. Um, we're just in hindsight that wasn't crazy. She's not allergic. No, but like you should, she should have definitely asked if she had a nut allergy. She should. She, yeah, she should have definitely asked. These things before you ask somebody to watch your kids. I mean, not re. I mean, maybe, but obviously they were trying to set her up to be a little scatterbrained. But I don't know. Why does the kid need to be a terrible human being too? The Alexa, did you finish this book, or are we just speaking like the very beginning of the book? I mean, I'm going based off of the beginning of the book how I felt. That kid was a tyrant. I wanted to kick her in the throat. But I'm just saying. She needed a swift spanking. I'm just saying, if I, if I was, if I, whether I was allergic to nuts or not, y'all gotta say, that was a little funny. Can you imagine? Oh, here you go. Peanut butter, crackers, and bananas. Oh my god, you tried to kill me, mom. She tried like even if she was being like a little jerk, that was kind of like great comedic timing. It was dramatic. You could have just been like, oh no, I'm allergic to peanut butter. Well then why do you have this giant jar? I mean you know now. I I mean I'm allergic. I'm allergic to nuts. My I'm I'm super allergic to pistachios. My mama loves pistachios. Okay, well, just because somebody opinion. just because somebody in the house is allergic to some don't mean other people can't have it, especially if it's not one of those allergies where it's just like the particles in the air get to well, them. Well, no, it doesn't count because then she comes out and says, "Why would I keep a giant jar of peanut butter in the house if my daughter's allergic?" Mm-hmm. Anyways, moving past the peanut issue, what happens after that? Oh, she goes to the attic in the room. Y'all, first of all, as I just want to say. Millie, I get, you know, just coming out of prison and being desperate. I don't know if I'd ever be that desperate. I get actually living in an attic. Never mind. But not even an attic. A closet. She was was a closet in the attic. No. Mm. The attic was like a closet. It was like 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 I think, in my imagination, the attic is kind of like that closet in Raven's old house that they kept the movies in. Mm-hmm. Or like the under the stairs type closet. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like a Harry Potter situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know. But I just feel like, why didn't she ask her, aren't parole officers supposed to help you find jobs? Yeah, but her parole officer didn't yes. know. Oh, yeah, because she didn't know that she had gotten fired for punching that person. Mm -hmm. But why didn't she just say that she got fired for another reason? Like, she broke too many glasses. Probably because they were going to call and verify. 
Or like, why couldn't she say she just quit? She's allowed to quit a job, isn't she? As long as she finds a new one. Well, the whole purpose is that she has to obtain a job. Like, there, there can't be any gaps. So she would have to, like, immediately find one the next... Not next day, same day. Oh. But, like, if she would have, like... I don't know. Maybe I... Actually, I'm thinking too highly of parole officers. Who know how much they're trying to actually help, but... I'm just saying. I feel like her parole officer wasn't a mean lady. We never actually, like, heard from her. Mm, we did once. Yeah, once. Yeah, and she was, like, she was a nice lady. Mm. Okay, after the peanut butter incident, she meets the husband. Yeah, Andrew. When I tell you, I genuinely hated the first, like, half of this book. I hated every single person in this book. For a plethora of different reasons. He gave me the ick right away. Just because he was too sweet. He did not give me the ick. I was like, wow. This is the man that is definitely going to cheat on his Mm -hmm. wife. It wasn't like an ick. Like, oh my god, he's too nice. Just like here. I was like, he's definitely going to cheat on his wife. And like before the little twist, I was like, dang. I was like, dang. Nina... He cheat on his wife. Is she is she crazy like that? That man is a dummy. That man's a doofus. Both of them got marbles rattling around in their skull. If this is how this woman is acting and y'all haven't wronged her yet, that's crazy. That'll be a crazy thing to do. But yeah, so we meet Andrew. They have a little. They have a little chit chat over Family Feud or something. Oh yeah. no, she tells him about the peanut incident, and he's like, "What are you talking about? She is not allergic to peanuts." And then he's like, "I think I know what my daughter's allergic to, even though she's not really my daughter." And that's where we learn that what's her name is not his daughter. Baby Nina. Which is I not... did not see that coming. Um, what is the mm-hmm. girl's name? It don't matter. Cecilia. I'm I... gonna call her I'm gonna call her Paige. Oh, is it really? I'm pretty sure it's Cecilia. I was about to call this girl Waylay. Waylay? <laughs> you you knew her name when Waylay. <laughs> First of all, you didn't read that book, so you don't know what I'm referring to. It's just the first child name that popped in my head. Really? Yes. You know, Casey, I've tried to bully you into reading that book and you still haven't what done it. What book? Things We Hide from the Light. I'm not reading no. that book. That book Things- is too big. Things We Never Got Over. That book is too big. If I, I can, I'll maybe listen to the audiobook if I ever got... 12 days but that book is too big no it's so good once you get to like maybe like chapter 20 (laughs) no y'all i already think there's something wrong with wrong with me because i didn't like the inheritance game so i just i can't be subjected to any more ridicule for not liking a popular book like, people, people have the inheritance game on their list of books they do not accept criticism for. That is crazy. People be talking about this book has crack in it. That book has the opposite of crack in it. That book has that drug that they give people who smoke cigarettes that makes people throw up when they taste cigarettes. That is what that book has in it for me. I just don't think you appreciated it like I did. That's why it was listed on my book bracket for the year. Um, also, I sent that to you and neither of you participated. I I'll said I hadn't been reading really since January. And then oh, okay. I don't think I have any January books. Date mine. It was too early to put Housemaid as like my one for June. All okay. the books that I want to read are like vacant at the library, and I, I really don't want to be suckered into buying them, but that's looking like what it's going to be. Yeah, I think we should really stay on topic because oh, yeah. I feel so bad for anyone listening to this. We do two seconds of book talk, and then we go on a tangent. <laughs> okay, we're focusing. Okay, we got to at least finish this book, and then we can have a little bit of tangent time, and then icebreaker. Okay. Okay, so her and Andrew hit it off. They're hee-hee-ha-ha-ing. 
over uh, dinner and over family feud. And Nina, she is acting like she don't like it one bit. She telling her, you can't watch TV down here with my family. You can't do this with my family. And then Millie is actively catching Nina, destroying her hard work every morning. And me personally, that would have been the moment I quit. The first moment I woke up and saw her throwing stuff out of the refrigerator, looking for her notes, I'm quitting. Oh my God, would you guys like to hear the first discussion question? Yeah. Okay, so before she takes the job at the Winchesters at the very beginning of her employment, there are several warning signs that Millie does notice but chooses to look past. Why doesn't Millie get out of the situation? Because she's stupid and desperate. I. Bang. (laughs) Raven, Raven, my name is not Nicole Kaler. You are not going to do this to me. Let me sum it up for you. She sees a lot of red flags. She chooses to ignore them. Why? Because she's dumb and stupid. Because. Well, really, it's because she was scared of going back to prison. That's true. <laughs> Dumb. But, you but know, like, I would have left. <laughs> Soon as I saw personally. Like, okay, but also, why do you think she never contacted her parents? I don't remember them explaining that. She was just like, I can never contact my parents. Maybe her parents think she did what she did for not a good reason. I guess we could say why she went to jail. Murder. Which, to be quite honest, it seemed like it was a it was a self defense situation. Well, the friend never backed so either, her up. Oh, okay. I was gonna say so either. Yeah, we the friend never. Or we took a plea deal. Okay. Okay. Next question. While Nina was intentionally, as it turns out, actually, can we just discuss the twist right now so that I can ask these yeah. questions, y'all? Mm-hmm. The twist is that Nina actually was not crazy, and Andrew was a psychopath who locked Nina up in their attic to quote-unquote punish her when she did something bad. And to get out of the attic, she always had to do something twisted, like rip out a hundred strands of her hair from the root or like pepper spray herself from in the eyes and stuff like that. And so what happens is once he kicks Nina out, he's like, I don't love you. I'm going to be with Millie. So now Millie's living up in the in the, in the the main bedroom, and she does something he doesn't like. And so he does his first punishment of her. And so then what happens is Nina kind of set Millie up to be able to get Andrew back because Nina knew that Lily, that Millie had killed somebody before. She's like, she killed one person. She can kill a second person. So then Millie... She switches it up. She gets Andrew up in the closet and she does what she does. Well, actually, technically, he like starved to death or died of dehydration. But before all that, she kind of tortured him. So, boom, Andrew dead. Nina comes back, tells Millie, get out of here. And then, like, she, her husband's dead. And it turns out that one of the officers, main officers on the scene of Andrew's death is like, dang, that's crazy. Because he used to be engaged to my daughter. And my daughter said he was crazy. And that he might have been he might have been privy to kill himself. So, shoot, he must have killed himself. This must have been a, an accident. And, and Nina was like, yeah, it was an accident. So, now Andrew's dead. And what we learn at his funeral... Is that his mom used to do that to him as a kid, which is how he learned this process. Um, and Millie moved on, and she now she just kills bad husbands, and that's how they set up the second book. Um, I think that the officer knew exactly what happened, and he was just trying to cover it up because I mean he definitely he knew out, exactly what happened. Yeah, that he found out he did that to his daughter, so therefore that was his payback. Yeah, that is definitely what happened. But okay, so while Nina was intentionally as it turns out terrible to millie do you think this justifies millie starting an affair with andrew why or why not no No. it is never okay to sleep with somebody's husband no matter how crazy she is but like the way they started this affair 
They literally, it like, why didn't y'all just do what y'all were going to do? Oh my God, I've never seen a Broadway show. Oh my God, we should make a night of it. Oh my gosh, do you want to make a rich meal? Oh my God, let's go stay at this hotel together. Oh my God. <laughs> and then when she asked, can we get like separate rooms? No, we'll just share. Y'all, y'all could have done this for $10 worth of pizza at your house and she would have still slept with him. He did not have to wine and dine her. I mean, I guess that probably just makes it so much better. Mm. You know, like, thinking she won. Not really, but she won. Let's see. Nina could have let Millie take the fall for Andrew's death, but she chose to cover for her after much prompting from Enzo. Did this further change your view of Nia? Is Nia ulti- Nina ultimately a good or a bad person? Um, you know, honestly, before I say answer that question, can I make this into a movie? Because sister had to be acting her butt off. Like, this is Oscar-worthy performance. Okay, who's playing Nina in the movie? Not Blake Lively. I, I know who's playing Nina in the movie. I know who's playing Nina in the movie. Oh, what's her I face? From, what's her face? Olivia Pope. From Good Girls. No. Nina in the movie is is the main is the main lady from Good Girls? Is, the red hair? Yes. What is her no. name? Uh, no, that's no. Beth. Yes. And no. Beth. Beth is Nina Winchester. No. Mm. Yes, she is because she can play put together housewife, but also I think she can like get a little. No. Yes. Carrie Washington. Nobody can play crazy better than her. First of all, first of all, I would never want to see my girl Carrie go through that. I just no. think she would pull it off. I would never put a black woman in that situation. Okay, fine. We'll give Blake Lively never the part. <laughs> As y'all can't see the camera, but Raven's agreeing with me. We're not giving Blake Lively the part. We're giving Miss Beth from Good Girls the part. Oh. Or Gina Rodriguez. No! Alexis, you don't know how to you don't know how to cast movies. You don't know how to cast movies. Gina Rodriguez. Yes. Miss, miss, miss niggas give me heebie jeebies. That's who you're casting? Jane the Virgin? No. <laughs> I'm running out of options. I gave you a good option. I don't agree okay. with that one. Look at this. Look she at this. She can't be old. She's gotta be young. Look at this. You're telling me that's not giving Nina Winchester? Mm-mm. Look at this. I think so. This is giving Nina Winchester. Fine. And you know who should play Andrew? Ryan Reynolds. No! no. You, just don't, you just don't agree with me. No, you know who's playing Andrew? You know who's playing Andrew? This guy. This guy. Hold on. Because I've seen how he's aged and how he's aged. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, crap. What's the show called? Hold on. I'm Google- I'm Googling it. Is it a popular show? Uh, it's a show that we've all seen. Mm-hmm. What is his name? What show? What's his character name? This, this is who's playing Andrew. Oh, boy, from the Mindy Project. <laughs> <laughs> this, is who's, this, is who's, this is who's playing Andrew, Mister Mister Danny Castellano. I think I, don't I see think that. Andrew needs to be like seem super. Uh, please, please don't hide shame. No, just super charming. He is charming. Ryan Reynolds charming. No, no, Ryan Reynolds, he's too known. This is a movie where you gotta have, like, you can have known people, but they gotta be lesser known. Mm. Really? Y'all, y'all not seeing Mr. Mr. Danny Castellano? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, let's see. Who else can I imagine as him? Ooh, you know who would play a really good him, but they ain't never letting this man act again? Um, hold on. Who would be Millie? Oh, 
Oh, hold on. What is his name? This is this guy would be a perfect Andrew, but but I don't think he ever gonna work work again. Who? I gotta I gotta pull him up. Hold on. Why wouldn't he work again though? Oh my gosh, because his his controversy. This if he read this book, it would only give him ideas. Mr. Army Hammer. Oh. Mr. Army Hammer. Okay. This, this is our that. Andrew. I can see this that. is our Andrew. Miss Beth Miss Beth Wheeler, or whatever her last name is, is our Nina. Who is our Millie? Somebody I gotta real be strange. Millie, Millie is the girl from All Too Well, 10-minute Taylor version. Sadie Sink. That's our Millie. That is our Millie. Sadie Sink is our Millie. Am I wrong or am yes, I wrong? Yes, you are. You were very wrong. Am I right? Millie, am Millie I does wrong not have right. Millie does not have red hair. I'm so sorry. Alexis, this is Hollywood. She can dye or put on a wig. I don't care. Pick somebody also, else. They don't. You it know does what? not matter. You know what? Get back to your discussion questions. She's mad because she knows I just casted that movie perfectly. And if Hollywood uses that cast, first of all, why is Army Hammer still working? Second of all, I want residuals. No, they're going to cast Blake Lively. Okay, Andrew was undeniably a terrible person, but he also died a a particularly gruesome death. Do you think he deserved what he got? Yes and no. And second part of the question, if we got to hear from Andrew's point of view... Would you have, would you change your answer? Um, I think. No. I wouldn't change my answer. But I also think that there's a lot to the story that we didn't hear just by the last thing that the mom said, his mom said. Yeah. Like, if you would have been able to hear what he had to say about that, like, oh, my mom, would you, would you have changed how you felt or would he still be like, I think if he was actively no. trying to be a better person. But and the, we, but he clearly wasn't. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's true. He clearly wasn't. But yeah, that So do you do you think if he was actively trying to be a better person, but he just like sometimes he couldn't help it and he like locked him in a closet, do you think we, you would have thought different about him? I no, still think because I do sometimes lock somebody in the closet or if he was like really apologetic like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry no okay especially in that type of closet with a bucket and three mini bottles of water no snacks that we're all drugged that is what's crazy i want to know what kind of drugs did we get that information uh it was probably he was probably roofie on them Nice. So, is that our last thing about this book? Okay, our readings. Yep. I rated it five stars. Oh, I, I rated, rated it five it. stars too. I rated it four. Um, we should read Casey's review real quick. Um, also, don't read the second one. <laughs> it's terrible. No, we were reading both of them. Y'all no. are reading it. Y'all the one that wanted to read it. Oh, I'm gonna read it. I'm just saying, don't read the second book. It's hot garbage. Oh, the second book. Yeah, okay. This book is so unserious, but the combination of short chapters and hateable characters... Wait, hold on. This is this is not... I don't think this is grammatically correct. It probably isn't. Of short chapters and hateable characters, but it got me, and I really liked it. Now, was I screaming at my phone like a dad watching football on Sunday? Yes. Yes, I was. But I loved every minute of it. Was the twist predictable... And honestly, kind of underwhelming. Yeah, it was. But that just made me like it more. Because, yes, follow the formula. What is the formula? What do you mean? Oh, the woman is crazy. The woman is the problem. Boom. Actually, the man. Oh. I've read many a book where, oh, my God, the woman, the woman, the woman. Boom. Actually, the man. All of this to say, it was a very fun read and I had a nice time. 
Now, you saying that wouldn't make you want to read the book? No. Okay. No. Okay, on to the next icebreaker. The most overhyped book. This book is not overhyped. This icebreaker is on my list of books I don't take criticism on. It's overhyped because you overhyped it. I think I gave it the appropriate amount of hype. No. I felt bullied into reading it. I think it was a good book. It wasn't like I could finish it in two days good, but... No. I didn't finish it in two days either. It was no housemaid good. It was better than housemaid. Um, It took me a month to read. Obviously not... (laughs) No, I can compare them. They say you can't compare apples to oranges, but I can and I will. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> anyway, Casey description. Okay. This, this is the review that you. Anastasia reviewed. Allen has worked her entire life for a shot at Team USA, a competitive figure skater since she was five years old, a full college, sco- college scholarship thanks to her place on the Maple Hill skating team and a schedule that would make even the most driven person weep. Stassi comes to win. No exceptions. Nathan Hawkins has never had a problem he couldn't solve. As captain of the Maple Hills Titans, he knows the responsibility of keeping the hockey team on the ice rests on his shoulders. When a misunderstanding results in the two teams sharing a rink and Anastasia's partner gets hurt in the aftermath, Nate finds himself swapping his stick for tights and one scary coach for an even scarier one. The pair finds themselves stuck together in more ways than one, but it's fine because Anastasia doesn't even like hockey players, right? Um, I'll start off by saying Way too long. It was not way too long. It was the perfect amount of long. No. Has the second book out already? No. It looks like people people probably have art copies. I'm so um, jealous. I want an art copy. Okay. But yeah. Um. Also, there were bonus chapters. Did I miss that? There were bonus chapters? Yeah, one of the reviews says she just read the bonus chapters. Oh, I didn't read the bonus chapters. Okay, Casey. So, uh, I wish we had like a list of characters, but I don't. This book has a lot of characters. Yeah, and I got confused between Nate Jordan, her best friend. Her best friend, Jordan. Her best friend? I thought his name was Andrew. No, that's a different book. Never mind. Hold on. Nate, Jordan, Her- uh, Anthony. Jordan. AJ, I don't know. Raven's just naming people now. JJ from. JJ was in the book. JJ was the one that they uh, cooked with. Like, literally, they're all blurred until probably halfway through the book. But they were different people. What's her skating rink partner's name? Don't ask me. Don't ask me. Um, I was like, which one am I not supposed to like? Okay. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. Okay, so the main characters we need to know are... Oh my gosh, why can't they just have a list of all the characters in this book? I'm trying to figure out how to play this bill. Okay, so we have... Okay, so our main character, our main is Anastasia Allen. Our main love interest is Nathan Hawkins. And so then Nathan's friends are Henry, Robbie, Jaden, Bobby, Chris, Joe, Okay, we don't need Maddie. Okay, and Russ is kind of important. But those are the hockey boys. And then Sabrina is Anastasia's best friend. And Sabrina is dating Robbie. I thought her name was Sabrina. 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 
name was not Sabrina, like Lola or something, or Luke. Oh, it could be Lulu, but I don't see her on this list. I don't know, y'all, and I don't have the book to check. It's too far away. Mine's even further, so get yours. <laughs> we are not measuring distances right now. Mine is not in this um, building. It's in the car. Mine? No, mine. Oh. Well, mine's at the other house. Well, y'all, I really wish I could tell you who these characters were, but for some reason, they have absolutely no list of who these people are. And this is like the main book that needs a character list. Why has nobody written down all the characters in this book somewhere? Mm-hmm. Okay, but let's go in order. Okay, so it starts off. We have Stassi. She is just, you know, doing her thing. She's skating. She's trying to hit a quadruple Lutz. But, you know, she can't. She's not hitting it, you know. And it's really it's really chafing her that she can't do it. And then we meet her skating partner, Erin. Erin is the human personification of a turd. Lola. Lola. Then who is Sabrina? I don't know who Sabrina is. Oh. oh well, it don't matter that much. Her best friend's name is Lola. Um but yeah, and so her and Lola are going out to a party and it ends up being a hockey player party. But she's like, I don't like hockey players, blah blah blah. Oh wait, back to Aaron. We meet Aaron and Aaron is always talking about her weight. He's always talking about how he can't lift her, how this, that. And my first thought was, maybe you need to get in the gym <laughs> and stop being so weak. Because everybody knows in these books, these people be itty bitty. They be sitting there, oh my god, I'm barely five foot and I I like like I feel like Hannah Grace and what's homegirl's name? Ali Hazelwood. Ali Hazelwood is a chronic perpetrator of this. Ali Hazelwood be having these, oh my god, these I'm so I'm so tiny. I look, I look, and he's six five, and it's like he's a mountain of a man. And here I am, a little mouse scurrying so frail. Like, wait, did y'all both read Love Hypothesis? Mm-hmm. I never finished it. Well, in her little spicy scene, the main male character, she's like, I'm so tiny, I'm so itty bitty. He put my entire boobie in his mouth, and it was so easy for him to to, to just engulf my titty. sis was tiny we didn't need you oh my god i'm so petite that he was just able if if given the chance he could have stuck my entire arm down his throat like like an anaconda what did she say that for i love ali hazelwood towards the end of her books i just think she gets tired and a little unhinged that's all i gotta say because love on the brain was crazy oh wow but back to, but so yeah, he's constantly like calling her fat and he made up a meal plan for her where this woman is an athlete that is training every day for multiple hours doing intense cardio aerobic exercises and she's eating 1200 calories a day. She gotta be hungry and her being hungry is where we come into my personal favorite character of this book, top five at least. What's his name? I thought his name was Jordan. Ryan. Ryan. Ryan, 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 Ryan. So, guys, Ryan is the captain of the basketball team at Maple Hills. And they're they're little buddies. And Ryan's thing is Ryan is always trying to get Stassi to eat. He's always like, I'm bringing snacks. I got food. And Ryan Ryan always has that bag on him. He, He always has snacks on deck. 
just in case anytime Stasi is around and even if she get kind of hungry, he going to be ready. She's like, oh, you, I got jerky. Oh, oh, you hungry? I got these. I got these chips. You hungry? I got these. But she never takes it because Aaron has her eating exclusively lettuce and smelling salts. That's all she eats. Wait, Ryan was the one who. Dang, now I lost my train of thought. He was the one. He was her. He was her friends with benefits, right? Yes. He's your favorite? I, when I first started this book, I had such a hard time trying to root for Nate because I was like, what's wrong with Ryan? Ryan is right there. Okay, and Nate is not the best friend. No, Nate is the main male love interest. Okay, who was the best friend? What was his name? Lola and Robbie. Okay. Are we sure it's Robbie? No. Oh. Okay, well, that's what we're going with for the time being. But yeah. So, yeah, they go to this party. It is, I don't remember what happened. I gotta be honest, read this book a little bit ago, y'all. Um, someone who read it more recently, jump in. She meets the captain of the hockey team. What part? They're at a party. Uh, the, the party. Oh, and then she asks, she needs to go to the restroom. That thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that happens. And then she says one of the cringiest <laughs> lines I've ever read. The only time I like men to big is when they're on their knees in front of me. You just met this man. You genuinely did. Can y'all imagine saying that? This man says, oh, what you want me to do, big? Like, he's joking. And she goes, the only time I want a man to beg is when he's on his knees about to. (laughs) Babe, what? That only flies in a book. In any other context, I guess unless that man was crazy attracted to you like Nate was. In any other context, you were getting laughed out of that room. At least personally. Like, if I ever was jokingly and I said please to a man, and he goes, only, only like it whenever, when, only like it when my woman begs on her knees before giving me, I would have been like, <laughs> where is your mom, what is your mama's phone number? Let me call her right now. Because she raised a heathen. Yeah. And so... Then things happen. Wait, does he actually end yes. up, y'all? And then he actually ends up getting on his knees and and giving her the little the little heave ho. That's crazy. <laughs> and she's <laughs> really sad. And they don't talk for weeks. Yeah, and then she sprints out, and they t- and they don't talk for weeks. Which, like, honestly, vibe. She said, "I was only joking. <laughs> it was a joke. Why didn't he laugh?" <laughs> And so then what ends up happening, boom, the hockey player's hockey rink gets trashed by another hockey team. So they have to share with the figure skaters. And everybody hates it. Um, Yeah, I don't know how to give a good book synopsis. I don't know. Because I really just want to skip to, y'all, they ended up together. <laughs> That's what happened. We had t- <laughs> have that book, too. Like, what happened? I, like, tab parts where I'm like, oh, that'll be a good part to talk about if I ever want to talk about this book. I I need you to have, I need you to remember. I do want to talk about how they never actually broke up. Like, you know, most most books. I do love no third scene breakup. Yeah, most books, like, when you're, you have this love interest. Oh, Oh, okay. We're in a fight. We're done. So then. Back together. To go through the rest of the book, we could just skip and do like the high level points where um, skating partner hurts his arm and blames it on Nate and lies about it and blames and it so on then Nate. Nate. Can't play hockey until he gets better. So, which is so stupid. Yeah, it is very stupid. So then Nate, you you want me to sit down while your bones heal? Well, because they said that he sabotaged him on purpose. And then, okay, but well, technically he agreed to it because he didn't want it because his coach was about to bench their whole team. Oh, and so then Nate ends up being Stassi's um, partner for like the next mm-hmm. weeks. 
And and he tries to build her confidence and stuff because she's always like, and I'm too heavy. And he's like, babe, you're not even my warm up weight. A <laughs> <laughs> man. <laughs> and then finally, what's his name? Goes back. They the skating partner. Yeah. Yes, yeah, skating partner comes back, but he drops Stassi and she gets wrecked. She has a concussion. Her ribs are bruised, and and Nate sees it happen, and he carries her to the hospital like a man. Yeah. Fast forward. Um, it ends up coming. Oh, a big fight happens. So then the hockey players are throwing a party because Stasi she lives with Aaron and Lola, but she's really upset at Aaron because he's been a really bad friend. So she's been living with Nate and the hockey guys. They throw this big party because something good happened, and Aaron shows up drunk. And during that party, uh, Stasi and Nate were in the back just hanging out. They hear a little brouhaha happening. And what she sees is Henry, her favorite hockey player, like her little brother, beating the beating the brakes off of Aaron. So she gets all mad at Henry. She's like, why'd you do that? And he's like, he knows why I did it. And it don't matter. I'm whatever. I'm not sorry I did it. And then it comes out that Aaron was calling her everything but a child of God <laughs> to, to everybody. He was calling her a whore. He was calling her a jersey chaser. He was calling her fat. He was calling everything. After Nate had done all this work to get her to eat right and stop being insecure about her weight and stuff. And yeah. And so then and so, they go to therapy. <laughs> yeah, they go to couples therapy. And she decides that she doesn't think she'll be able to be friends with him again. But she needs him if she's going to go to the Olympics. And Nate is mad about that. And so fast forward, Nate's able to play hockey. They get to the national championship. They win the national championship. Go hockey team. And then he rushes to go see Stassi perform in the skating nationals. And right when it's happening, he goes... And at the end, they do an amazing routine, and they're at their ending pose, and Aaron grabs Stassi and kisses her. Stassi pushes him away. She skates off to her coach. She's like, I'm not doing this. I can't do this. And so in skating, they have a thing where you learn, whenever you learn about what your your score is, you go to this little box that has a camera, and it's called the kiss and cry. Because what either happens is everybody's super happy, and they're like, Kissing is so happy, or you get devastated and you're crying. So they go to the kiss and cry, and it is ice cold because she's pissed, Aaron's pissed, her coach is trying to hold it together. And in the kiss and cry, they see they got this amazing thing, but she's like, I'm not skating with him. We're disqualified. So that happens, and then Nate had seen it happen, but he was like, oh my God, that wasn't playing. Like, Stassi did not like that. And so he comforts his woman. I don't remember if he hit he Aaron. Yeah, he hits Aaron. And then Stasi's dad was calling him because they had met. And he was like, and Stasi's dad was already super proud of him for how great he was at skating. I mean, at playing hockey. And then he was like, I hope you punched that boy that kissed my daughter. And he was like, I did, sir. It's giving go figure. You if know, y'all ever watched missed- that movie? You know what we missed, which is a big point in this. In this, Stassi almost died, y'all. Oh, yeah. Stassi almost died. She was skating on her frozen leg and fell through. Which she literally almost died in the middle of the book. Any movie, any book that you read about people skating on a frozen lake, it always breaks. I was waiting for it to happen. I I was like, I was reading it, and I was like, there's no way this is going to happen. And then it happened, and I was like, well, she's definitely not going to die. So what was the point of putting this in? That would have been so crazy if she just killed her off then. <laughs> I know, and the whole Weird rest ending. of the book is just Nate mourning. It's a series. She can't kill her. 
the rest is not about. I mean, it's not really a series. It's like a separate series. Like the next book isn't about Stassi and Nate at all. And we could have just had Nate being sad in the background, mourning the loss of his one true love. Are we at the end? Do you want me to read? Well, your... we gotta. It's, and so then, um, the epilogue. <laughs> yeah, the epilogue. So like, so Stassi that. ends up going solo and going to the Olympics. Anything that has a prologue and an epilogue, it's not meant to be read. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Alex, and that is a terrible way to live your life. If it doesn't say chapter whatever, it says epilogue. You need to read the epilogue. It doesn't say chapter. Oh my god, y'all, there's some wrong with Alexis, but back to what the epilogue was about. <laughs> Stassi goes solo, and now she's a solo figure skater. She got gold at the Olympics. She is now preggers. With baby Hawkins, they are not married yet. That had my that had my that had my Pentecostal pearls clutching. <laughs> you telling me y'all went to, y'all can even just got engaged before she got knocked up? But hey, hey, let me let me chill. A little a little Calvary Christian Academy jumped out for a second. Let me. <laughs> but she so she's pregnant. She's about to have a baby. Nate is in the NHL. They are the most successful couple to ever exist. And he proposes to her. And so they get engaged. And it's so cute. Mm -hmm. The end. Okay, I'm going to read Casey's review now. Okay. Mm. (sighs) Hannah Grace put her whole coochie in this book. (laughs) She did. I'm not taking back that sentence. <laughs> she had me flicking my feet and giggling the entire time. She honestly has a fan in me for life. Okay, but Nate Hawkins is a man, capitalized man, and I love him. And Stassi, she is perfectly relatable and genuinely funny. She does such a great job in making the characters very likable. Very, as in capitalized, very. But yeah, this book, in my opinion, is the most perfect fluffy romance book, but I can't sing its praises enough. We're going to work on your reviews. Nope. I, <laughs> I can it's be... the fact I, that you put whole coochie on a public reading website. I mean, I read if I... I mean, yes. <laughs> she but, did put her whole coochie in it. But back to what I was saying. If I was, if I was somebody being like, I don't know if I should read it. Is it too... And I was scrolling through reviews and I see Hannah Grace put her whole coochie in this book. I'm reading it <laughs> off rip. It doesn't matter. I don't care if the rest of that review was saying it kind of sucked. She started it off when she put her whole coochie in it. I'm reading it. Because the whole thing. Not just part of it. <laughs> Not just part Not of just it. half of it. Yeah. It was. She put all of it. All four. All, all four. She put all of it in there. Okay, so ratings? Five out of five. five. You guys, we gotta rate the pepper scale. Okay, pepper Mm, scale? Three. Three. Yeah. 3.5. Four. I mean, a big big chunk of the book was missing. It. True. Mm, Yeah, three, three three and a half. Yeah. Can we do half ratings? Yeah. Oh, okay, me. 3.5. Um, Raven was the one who told me I can't rate books 1 out of 10. Yeah, because that's not a book scale. <laughs> books is out of 5. Movies and TV shows are out of 10. Okay. Everyone knows that. Mm, sure. Okay, and so to end... Wait. Can I just say something? I also recently, I read um, Jeanette McCurdy's a biography. I'm glad my mom died. And I just been thinking about how Alexis read somebody's biography. It's so traumatic and a real story. And she rated this woman's personal tragic biography like a three out of five. I gave it a four. I don't know. Can you imagine? Like a- can you imagine? 
But you spend a whole book talking about how you had to come to to the realization that your mother was was incredibly abusive, and that has permeated through your entire life from 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 pre teenager till now as a grown woman, and, and some and some girl in Texas goes three out of five. It was three out of five. Same thing with Josh is, Peck's book. I, happy so people are funny. annoying. I gave that a four as well. Uh. That is so funny. Whatever. Anyway, we're going to end with the books that we've currently been reading. Well, the ones that we finished this month and currently reading. Okay. I finished Housemaid's Secret number two. Um, Tell Me Lies. I was going to ask y'all to read it, and then we were going to watch the TV show on Hulu so we could talk about it. But um, I'm not going to put you through that saga. So, mm-hmm. no. Um, are you there, God? Eh, it's it's not worth it. Why do you? Are you there, that? God? It's me, Margaret. That's so like because I wanted. Okay, first of all, don't come for me. Second of all, I wanted to see the movie. So in order for me to see the movie, I had to read the book. Mm. Not really. I love that book. And in middle it, school, elementary, and it was fantastic. I was enthralled the whole entire time. Her friend talking about boobs and getting periods. It's like, oh wow, this was like middle school. I mean, they were in middle school, but, you know, different. Um, what else did I read? Oh, in the Hotel Nantucket. Um, great. Kind of want to go to Nantucket. Probably won't, though. And then I'm currently reading The Song of Achilles because everything else on my list is um, like a five-week hold at the library. Um, I am currently reading Mickey Chambers, Shakes It Up, and The Perfect Marriage. And this month I finished Love on the Brain and I unfortunately did not finish um, song the ballads of songbirds and snakes. I will try again soon. Yeah, it has such a low rating. I'm kind of sad. And I've also started The Toll. I finished I finished um the I finished Thunderhead, the second book in the Scythe series and I started The Toll. The third book in the Scythe series trilogy. Neil Shutterman, that man, y'all. If y'all read my Thunderhead reviews, I'll read it when I they get got spoilers, it. so you can't read them. Mm. Y'all I'm need to read Scythe for so bad. I'm gonna read it after I finish the fine print. Are you like, reading I'm all three of them consecutively? No. Oh, okay. Like, I'm even trying to convince my older brother to read it, because right now, I'll give his now reading. My older brother is now reading Kindred by Octavia Butler, and I'm also trying to get him to read Fledgling by Octavia Butler. Octavia Butler's so good. She's she's the best sci-fi writer of our generation, and I stand by that. R.I.P. Rest in peace. Oh, she's dead? Yes. Pretty recent. I know, because mm. Fledging will never get the sequel it was set up to have. Unless she has she like, some hidden manuscript somewhere. No? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm <laughs> currently reading The Fine Print. Um, Before He Wakes, true crime book. And then I'm listening to Ace of Spades. Yeah, I need a new book to listen to. I be having nothing to do in the car on the way to work. I haven't been able to listen much since the interns came, but it's fine. What book did I just read about a manuscript? Y'all, that's the longest podcast we've had in (laughs) months. Yeah. Yeah. Don't read that. It's way too long. But it's great. Okay, well. We'll probably read again and then talk about So what's going to be our next joint book? We're all going to read Scythe, if y'all could read it. I'll read it. Happy Place. Okay, never mind. I'm not, I, I, I don't read Emily Henry. Why? No offense. I don't enjoy her writing. Very controversial. Don't come at me book talk, I ladies. Agree. But I don't, I don't I like Emily read Henry's writing. She wrote, she wrote Book Lovers, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Everyone's been yeah. crying at the end of the book. I'm like, well, I want to know I, why we're I'm crying. I'm just not a fan of Emily Henry. She seems like a probably a good audiobook 
one like where you kind of need something where it's not going to completely get your focus but like ooh, that's a good background. no let let's read the fourth wing Alexis that the wait at the library for that is insane we can buy it I'm not buying it Fine. oh my gosh you know what we should read it's a book that my mom put me on it's called the perfect match I'm actually on the wait list for it at the library but my mom said it was really good the perfect match. Oh, never mind. That is such a lie. It's called Neighbor Favor. It's called the Neighbor Favor. <laughs> I just be talking to a perfect match. I. It's called the Neighbor Favor. She said it was super cute. Or the inmate. <gasps> or yellow face. Okay, I haven't heard of that. You have. Because no, I've been talking about it for weeks. I can do the neighbor favor. I don't listen. Nice. Yep. Do the paper. Yeah. Oh shoot. Okay. Hold on. Raven, what? Where's your library? Fort Worth. Ah, dang. Dang. What's your hold looking like? It says there's one person per copy, one hold on each copy, and there's only three copies. So. Okay, I'm placing hold. It shouldn't be too bad. Dang, I'm third in line, but Arlington and Mansfield and stuff only has one copy. But my mom bought it, so if y'all get it before my hold is up, I'm just gonna borrow her hers. This is about a two weeks wait. Fourth and okay. okay, okay, yeah, mine is mine is like six weeks, so I'll probably just end up borrowing my mom's. It's a cute book. okay cover. It well, is. this is a great podcast. Yeah, we'll see you. I'm not going to promise anything. I forget a lot that we have this. Yeah. So bye. Bye. Love you. Mwah. Ew.